Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome founder and CEO of Jasmine Paper Company, Jasmine Copeland. Welcome. Ooh. Ooh. That fancy Friday. title. <laughs> Thank well, you guys. I, I'm so excited. Well, I got to say, we, we always do our research. And the more I was looking into all of the incredible things you do, I am convinced you are the most impressive Copeland in your family there. No. Mm. <laughs> It's a and, hard and, competition. Yeah, I mean, we are we are big Drew fans here. You know, Yay, I like your shirt. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's really sweet. Um, I too like to do a good bit of research, and I will tell you guys because you guys haven't said anything about it yet. But this is your two hundredth episode. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yes. So. From the research that I did, I noticed that less than 3% of episodes, um, no, excuse me, 44% of episodes make it less than three total episodes. They don't go beyond three episodes, 44% of those, right? And then when I was looking, their podcast index suggests that there's 4.3 million podcasts that are um, constantly being produced. More than 10 episodes, making it past 10 episodes, only 400, uh, no, I'm going to scratch that, 720,000 podcasts make it past 10 of those that are actually producing those. So if you look at the 4 million, you guys are like, you're doing amazing. It's incredible that y'all are still doing it and you've made it to episode 200 and you have as many viewers as you have. It's awesome. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Well, yes, as, as you alluded to, this is research. a big one for us. <laughs> Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, it's really awesome. Congratulations. And, and when thinking about, you know, um, our, our circling back to like our basis of, of the podcast, and it's it's about really just connecting people within a community and just sharing stories and endeavors and personal journeys, whether you're a musician or um, a fellow boater or a lover of music. Um, when thinking about who to have on for our 200th episode, it was like, there's a list of people. And then it just dawned on me when I started seeing the information coming out about your paper company. And um, I was like, how awesome is it to have two people, two heads of a household who both inspire to connect people, right? So you have Drew and, and the music with Hazel and the rock boat and connecting people with moments and memories. And then you have you, Jasmine, and your paper company, and the Live in the Moment 2024 planner, and I'm just like, this is this is incredible, and how how much I've learned about what the um, the planner has inside of it, and the detail that was put into it is just fascinating. Thanks. I gotta say that was the hit of my gifts for my wife this year, and um, she, you know, I mean. I was buying it to support you, but I had no idea what a gem it was. She is loving it because, you know, for 
for anybody who is looking for self-improvement. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got the, uh, the weekly meals and uh, the uh, lot of the mindset. Uh, so it's, it's more than just a planner. It is really kind of the one-stop shop living in the moment. So it is well-named. Thank you. It means so much to hear you say that. And I hope she's in our group. Um, Mark, if she's not in our Facebook group, please have her join it because um, we're just going to be trying to stick together and kind of work as a group to all um, achieve the goals that we're working so hard to to try to put in place and to intentionally plan out. Um, But we got to stay with it. Um, so that first week of January is the easiest, but you got to pull together. We're, we're stronger together. So hopefully she'll join it. And I was, and I was there when she, uh, you know, first started writing in it when she first opened it up pretty much. And like, like, and started writing in it, she's like, Oh my God, I love this. Like it was, uh, plainly obvious that that was a good gift. So good job there, Mark. Yeah. Look at her. She's, she's already well dug in. Oh, wow. So well, it's the same as, you know, being a creator, it's the same as the artists that y'all are talking to, you know, I mean, um, you're moved by something in life and you create something or whether, you know, it's a song or it's, um, it's something that means something to you. Um, and I guess, you know, really with the planner, it was just something I needed. And so, and I was just hoping that other people, you know, maybe would too. So it's great to, to hear that your wife is enjoying it, Mark. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about this, this idea? How long ago did it come and how did you make this come to fruition? You know, it's something that I wanted to do for um, probably three to four years. I had been kind of saying, gosh, I really want to create my own planner. Um, and then the how um, was a little, you know, uh, it was a little foggy. And so I did what we all do and I started Googling it and um, I went onto Canva and I just played and played and played and Canva has like a cap of 300 pages and um, I was able to kind of, you know, um, get as, as far as I could and, and squeeze it in and reached out to a designer and got support and just kind of just kept taking the next step. I feel like so many times when we want to do something, we feel like um, we have to know the exact route. We have to know, you know, exactly how we're going to do it. And, and to be honest, um, you know, Andrew and I have been married for 20 years we don't know a lot of what we do when we step into it, you know, we just, we've taken on the motto of where we're going to figure it out. You know, we don't exactly know how we're going to do it right now, but we'll figure it out. We did that, you know, with, um, uh, like most parents do, right. Becoming parents. Um, we did that. We built two homes together and, um, neither, you know, Andrew graduated building construction, but, um, he hadn't, you know, necessarily seen the process from beginning to end all the way through. And and we didn't know what we were doing either time. And, um, both times, you know, the end result worked out. And so, um, we just kind of try to, as a family, I guess, try to lean into the thing that, that, um, the goal that we're trying to accomplish and we just kind of figure it out as, as we go. So the planner was, was no different than that. (laughs) So how many different types of, um, let me backtrack, from the moment that you decided that you wanted to create this to the time that you got the first, I would assume that would be like a, you get like a draft copy sent to you to, mm-hmm. for approval. What is that process like? And was it just you or did you have 
close friends and family assist you in making decisions? So I would say um, I lean on Andrew 100%. So you guys know him as Drew. So don't don't let that confuse you, right? <laughs> but he's he's always he's always been my Andrew. So um, but I lean on him and and um, I think we really lean on each other for decisions. Um, and that doesn't always go flawless. But what I have learned in 20 years is that when we're both on the same page with an idea, it's going to go way better. It's it's um, everything is in alignment. Um, and he was in support 100 percent of this idea, because believe me, I come to him with some ideas. And this <laughs> one, he was like, I love this. This is great. Um, and I, I'd really say so it started in March of 2023 um, before we completed. And what a lot of people don't know is with the printing process is super long. And if you want to go boat shipment, you're looking at like four months before your product is actually hitting your doorstep. So once we started getting into the zone of October, he and I looked at each other and we said, okay, we're going to go air shipment, but we're going to take a loss. We're not going to have much of a profit. Um, and, but that way we can actually go ahead and move forward with 2024 and then we'll revisit 2025. So that's kind of why we did the limited edition. We looked at it and said, how much are we willing to invest on our own? Um, do we feel like that we can actually push out there? And then the other aspect was we, we kind of, we looked at the people who were going to make the investment because we looked at it as an investment. They're making right. an investment and a, mm -hmm. and a tool. Um, and so how can we um, make sure that we're providing tools and putting tools out there to help supplement this investment? And so we also wanted to keep that number a little, little, you know, on the lower end as well um, to be able to manage it. So, um, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question, but um, yeah. leaning on family. Yes, we, you know, seek the opinions of the people that we love. But ultimately, you know, I, I turn to him um, to see if he's in support with the decision. And then as far as like the the texture of the paper, the thickness of the pages, the uh, the outside binding, how, how how does it all work for, because there might be somebody out there listening to this that might be on like, you know, the cusp of maybe pulling the trigger and, and doing something like this. And what what was that like? Is it like, did you get like, um you know how like with carpets, you get like a book of different textures? Samples. <laughs> yeah. Is it like, yeah. can, can you walk us through that process? Like, yeah. A valid question. Um, I so I'm all about, and especially like in the space that you guys are in, I'm all about getting like leaning into getting an education from people who have already done what you've done. And so, what I did is I joined a thing called print school. Um, and in print school, that um really took me through. So, from January to March, I was a student in something called print school. Um, and I just immersed myself in modules and learning and the options and the binding like you're talking about and the covers. The one thing that I didn't really want, you know, to compromise was, you know, the quality of, of the book. I wanted, you know, you mentioned the paper. So I wanted to have thick, thick paper. Um, I wanted it to lay flat. So that was something that that was, you know, really important to me. Um, there, you know, in the future, you know, maybe I would go, you know, introduce like a coil binding. So, you know, the, the spiral, but I really wanted it to be bound. 
I wanted it to be leather. So there was all these things that, that I, that I really wanted to make happen, but there are so many choices out there. (laughs) I would say to anyone listening who is interested in printing something and making something of their own to design a product of some sort, um, in, in the paper realm, there's a lot of options out there when you're Googling, but you're going to sacrifice the quality. Um, finding a printer in the United States is very difficult Hmm. if you're looking for a high quality. And so that is, that is one thing that I learned in my, in my process is that you're going to have to go overseas and you're going to have to be okay with going overseas if you don't want to compromise the quality. Um, so yeah. And I actually developed a a beautiful relationship with my printer overseas and, um, it's just been so much fun. The whole process has been, has been awesome. So I would say whatever the goal is, whatever the, um, the thing is that you are looking to create or do find somebody that's already done it and lean into that, to that group, lean into that person. Um, and, and benefit from the experience that they've already had. And that was essentially what I did. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And I can tell you that it is well-made. The, uh, the paper indeed is thick. The cover, the leather is genuine. So I can tell you did not skimp. This was not about trying to make a ton of money. You wanted to put a product out there that you believed in. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it was definitely a passion passion project all the way for sure. So I've always been, um, super obsessed with time. Um, you know, there was probably, I guess it was seven or eight years ago. I was asked to um, present to a ladies group and they were just in need of a presenter. And I was, you know, willing to, to give back when the ask came in. And so I said, well, what do you want me to present on? And they said, you can present on anything you want. And so I sat back and I was like, Hmm. Um, and I thought, well, I'm going to do it on time. And so I, you know, it's interesting to, you know, sometimes we look at where we're at now and we think of all the, all the steps and all the choices that were made in in order to bring us here. And I've just always been um, just super obsessed with time and the way that we use it and how um, I've always, you know, I've said the quote a ton, you know, to students when I taught to, um, uh, I'm in the nonprofit realm now. Um, and I use it a lot. Time is our equalizer. It's the thing that we all have the same amount of. Um, we don't have a lot of other areas in life that everything is equal, but time is is very equal. But we use it very differently. And there are some people that use it very wisely. And there are seasons where we're not using it um, as efficiently as we could. And so I've just been kind of fascinated with it. And so, yeah, the planner made sense. <laughs> So when, you know, when looking into the planner, there's goal setting, habit tracking, fitness planning. Were, how did you come up with those specific um, tasks? Is that something that's like near and dear to you? Yeah. Um, you know, I guess when I, so I just looked at the 24 hours and then I would look at like a week and then look at a month. Um, and I kind of just broke it down to what are the things that each of us have to be contending with on a day to day, on a week to week, on a month to month basis. 
Um, and you know, you're really bound by how many pages you can have in a planner. So you have to eliminate some of those things. So as an example, I made the conscious decision to eliminate finances in this planner because that's a whole other beast. And so I was like, okay, well, let's, let's take this away. This is like a whole other thing. Um, and when I boiled it down to, we all need to, you know, not to get on, like, I'm not a health professional. We all need to be drinking water, right? Like that's something that's super, super important. We know that, yep. um, but it can escape us. And so, you know, I wanted to kind of put just like a little visual there to remind the user, hey, don't forget, like this is important for your, you know, overall health. Um, and, you know, like looking at the hours and looking at the minutes. So I really like the vertical um, layout, which is, you know, there's time stamped hours, but kind of breaking that down and, and um, helping somebody visually be able to see how they are spending their time and laying it out intentionally. So um, with that visual aspect, we should be able to go, you know, okay, so what do I have left? What pockets do I have left? If you have somebody who is, um, one of the intentional ways that it was made was if you have somebody who is a time blocker, um, who, you know, they want, you want guys want to come in and you want to put in, you know, the, here's my work block. I want to be a hundred percent focused on what I'm doing for work from this time to this time. And then I'm going to move into house, family, you know, fitness, whatever it is. Um, the vertical layout allows you, allows you to do that. Um, you know, eating, eating are, it is just amazing to me how much our life is revolved around food, all of us. And it doesn't matter what phase we're in, what season we're in. It, it's food is a huge part of our existence. It's a huge part of every single day. And, you know, we're all the same. We all have to eat. Um, so there are different seasons that we are, you know, focusing on, um, our health in a different way, our eating in a different way, but it doesn't matter how old we are. That's a part of our day. And so the more intentionally planned, um, we can be on that component, the, the easier it's, it's going to be, you know, for, for each of us. So that one was, you know, an absolute. And then, you know, I really sat there with the, the fitness page and I really asked myself, that's 52 pages I'm going to designate to this. Um, and what if my user isn't focused in that area? What if, right? But I went back to the idea of, I want to encourage them to be on whatever, whatever place that, that they're at in that particular, you know, time in their life. Um, but I wanted to have a visual page there to encourage um, you know, typically the person using these planners are, are going to be, you know, women. And so it's predominantly more women, you know, focused. That's not to disclude men sure. at all, but I wanted to, because I think we are, um, we're givers. We care for so many, whether we have kids or not. And the thing that gets eliminated is us taking that time for ourselves because we are spending so much time caring for, others, but eventually that starts catching up to us and we're no longer good at caring for the people that we love so much that we want to care for. 
Um, and then, you know, then there's all this, you know, aftermath that happens. So I didn't want to eliminate that page. So I, um, I kept it. So I, I guess what it all boils down to is I really did create the product that I wanted, but I intentionally considered, um, all of, you know, the people that were going to be using it as well. And I, and I tried to make something that, that would, a tool that would help them. Well, that is incredible. I got to say when it came down to finances or the fitness, I think you undoubtedly went in the right direction. So many people in the name of, uh, you know, financially protecting themselves, they give up all of the, uh, that self-improvement and, uh, the idea of going to the gym. And so, being able to just put it out there visually. So many people say they don't have the time, but when you do a lot that, and I would even encourage people to put those things that you want to do in there first and build your schedule around that, uh, obviously have some flexibility, but, uh, being able to make more of an emphasis and really setting these boundaries for the new year. Um, th this book is a perfect setup for success there. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I have the tendency to say that, you know, common phrase as well, like, oh, well, I haven't, I don't have the time to do that. You know, when I'm having a conversation or I'm seeing something and I have to immediately retrain myself to say, well, I haven't prioritized making the time to do that. That's it. That's all. That's all that it is. And so much, you know, we think that so many things in our life are random that happen, you know, like around your house, you can think of, you're like, oh, I haven't washed my, you know, bed sheets and a little bit. Well, that's not random. Like, you know, that your bed sheets are going to need to be washed, you know? And so if you just go ahead and tell yourself like a day a week, you know, that you're going to, well, it's not like so much of our to-do list, you know, a lot of people um, in the planning world, you know, they'll, they'll use the phrase brain dump. Um, and they're just, everything's just being added to a list and added to a list and added to a list. Well, the more you look at your brain dump list, it's on repeat. So just go ahead and figure it out. Like you're going to have to be doing the things anyway. Um, so, but you're just stressing yourself out by not like going ahead. And, and I don't mean in a rigid way. I don't you know mean in a rigid way. So if we go back to like the washing up, like Thursdays are the days that I try to wash our bed sheets. Like if it doesn't happen on a Thursday, that's fine. I'll do it on a Friday. But when I'm making my bed every morning and I look and I'm like, oh, I need to do that. Like it's not stressing me out. And so the gym is the same thing. Like you're, you're either going to stress about it or you're going to do it. And so just go ahead. And it doesn't have to be the gym. I mean, I love to, you know, I walk outside for free. Um, I do that a couple of days a week. It's awesome. It's amazing. I did it with the babies, you know, when they were in a stroller and I would have them with their goldfish and the whole thing. It's free. It's a hundred percent free. You know, the investment is your stroller, but the, the give back that you get from it, the endorphins that you're, you're getting from all of these things, um, is just a game changer on, on life. And so I think it's just kind of shifting the way that we, that we, that we look at our life and, um, you know, really trying to, uh, in my, in my, you know, full-time job, I'm in the nonprofit realm. So, um, big brothers, big sisters, and, and I work with nice. a lot of moms. And I think one of the things that I see, um, some of the, the mamas that I'm helping are a little bit of, um, and it's just a shift. And I've been there before, um, where it's, I, I, you know, I loosely use the phrase, like we want to shift our mentality of being a victim 
to being being more capable. And so what what do we have? What are we working with? And what can we do about it? And there's there's always ways to make improvement. Um, and managing our time is, is a great is a great way to do that. Yeah, it seems like you're giving them the sense of taking control rather than feeling mm -hmm. the chaos. And I'm never going to get to this, which can sometimes be paralyzing with thinking of all the things you have to do and you get nothing done. There's, mm -hmm. there's yeah, also that see the truth through the forest. There's also that aspect of, you know, writing down and tracking progress when it comes to something like fitness, right? Um, I have like a fitness app, right? But it doesn't, it's not really clear. Like I can't just like easily, you know, scroll through, see my progress. Like when it's in like a book, there's something about one holding yourself accountable. If there's 52 pages, you should be filling out one page a week. <laughs> right. And, uh, to being able to just kind of flip, flick through the pages throughout the year, just to read, kind of, kind of read your progress because, uh, too many of us, I think are, are really, invested in computers and phones and just like mm -hmm. visuals things that things don't stick when I read them like on a screen, mm -hmm. but there's something about when I read them on a paper, mm -hmm. there's like, there's, it's like a, it's, it's very much like a memory dump where I'm like, I remember that page. I remember what I wrote on that page. So, yeah, I like that quote memory dump. I like that. <laughs> yeah. And, and it does, it really kind of, it sticks. Like you said, when we're, when we're writing information down now, um, for, so for paper, I like that for our personal life for work that doesn't work because we have to communicate with so many people. So I do right. use the hybrid approach. So I have, um, a Google calendar, um, Andrew and I have a shared Google calendar, um, of our son, our um, baby, our youngest, because we're still managing his life. Right. So hybrid is great. Um, and you know, when you're out and about and you're doing your things and you know, you are at the dentist and you need to book your next one, I'm not always going to have this with me, but I've got this with me. So I go into my Google mm -hmm. calendar and I plug it in, but this is where I'm intentional. Um, and you know, just like you mentioned, when we're doing this, this is full of distractions. This is going to lead us on all different, you know, paths. And we're going to, we're going to lose really the amount of time that, that we, you know, set to, to do the thing. Um, but this is where, this is where we're, we are intentionally making sure that we are pointing ourselves in the direction that, that we're hoping to go to make, to make the progress that we want. Love that. Well, speaking of directions, let's, let's turn this in a completely different direction. Yeah. Let's talk rock boat. So which number rock boat will this be for you? Uh, I need to go back and count how many. I'm going to say, so I'm going to give you a random guess, um, maybe seven or eight. So we okay. would take, yeah, we would take the, um, when, so prior, baby one, we brought mm -hmm. baby one on the boat a couple of times. And um, this was back in the very beginning when the boat was still carnival and yep. it was smaller, right? And so there, um, how was a wild group? And oh, somewhere, yeah. right? And <laughs> I guess because it was smaller, you you could see it all. And somewhere along the way, and more babies, we were like, okay, we're gonna take a break for a little bit with the babies going on the boat. Um, and then now that, you know, so now, so Andrew and I have three kids. We have um, Keller, who's 24, Haven, who is 19, and Briggs, who is 17. They're older now. 
it is so much fun to go on the rock boat with them. We have so much fun now. Like they, we're like having to rest up. Andrew and I are having to rest to be able to hang with them. You know, my daughter created, Haven created a whole PowerPoint, like, and sent it out to the whole family of like the expectations and the activities and like when everybody can, you know, what don't miss this. And like, you know, it's so, That's it's awesome. been, it's so like much Chris. fun. <laughs> Seven or eight, I would say. This is probably number seven or eight. So cool. So what you had mentioned about you you and uh, Drew bounce ideas off each other. Mm-hmm. What was your initial reaction when he came to you and said, we want to rent out a cruise ship? <laughs> okay, so um, that was – so you're going back. How many rock boats has there been? Y'all are going to know this. This will be the 23rd one. Mm-hmm. This so, is the 23rd one. Yep. 2001 so, was the first. Yeah. Okay. So we have been married 20 years. So okay. I'm coming into it, right? Um, you know, and Andrew and I have that. Um, so our story, you know, we, we, I met Andrew when I was in Gainesville and I was 18 years old and we dated for a little bit and then we, we took a break. Um, and as he likes to say, you know, we took a break and I had a baby. And then, and then we, and then he's like, maybe you didn't understand the rules of the break. But anyway, um, and then, and then we, you know, got back together. So I kind of came in that, in that weird little um, groove where it was already um, happening. So yeah, I didn't, sorry. I don't, I don't have an answer for that one. That's all right. <laughs> it's okay. Um, what's, what's your fondest memory outside of, bringing your children on because that's got to be a huge memory and having that experience with them outside of that what's been one of the you know most notable memories that you have of of your time on the boat i mean i just think as a whole i'm always in awe of the fans like i'm always in awe of the group and the community that's been created and and um you know we travel a good bit um and it's the kindness there's like there's there's just this feeling there's this vibe that happens on the boat that that is not something you know um that just happens you know by osmosis like it's just this beautiful thing with this beautiful group of people that all come together with a collective spirit and idea to have a great time um it's just it's really it's it's very special um the whole the whole thing is i'm in awe of it it's it's pretty magnificent I do have, so wrapping, you know, our time with you up because we, we value your time so much and we're so, so blessed that, um, we keep, you know, we have you on for our 200th episode, um, on Christmas, you guys posted some photos. I want to know, did you guys actually complete that puzzle? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody stole a puzzle piece. <laughs> I don't know oh, no. what it was, and it was there was one puzzle piece that was gone, and then all of a sudden it just showed up. So it always gets completed, but there, there's always okay. you know somebody in the room. Someone but, found yeah. it in their pocket. <laughs> That's funny. We did complete it though. Yeah. Impressive, Jasmine. Thank you so Thanks. much for finding time to chat with us on this very special episode. And if um if people wanted to go and check out Jasmine Paper Company, where can they? Uh, find you at 
Yeah, so um, we're still working on um, kind of growing some of um, the the website. My um, web girl, you had asked about, you know, the village of people that have contributed. So my web girl's on vacation till the thirteenth, um, <laughs> but when she when she gets back, we're gonna. Um, we're going to throw in some other some other areas of the website, but you can go to um, Jasmine at Jasmine uh, email Jasmine at Jasmine Paperco, but JasminePaperco.com is where you can is where you can check out. And for um, the listeners, that is J A S M Y N. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom, you know, she tried yeah. to make it a little. <laughs> she special. spelled it the right way. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you so much, and. Um... I, I'm, I'm, we will see you on the dance floor on the boat. Yes. That's right. We'll be there. <laughs> and Drew Copeland is doing his own set this year. So I am especially pumped. Yeah. That's going to be huge. I know. I'm excited for that. It's super cool. I can't wait to see the set list. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. I'm excited for him. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jasmine. Thanks, guys. I see really you on a boat. It. Congratulations. Boat. Episode 200. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Take care. Thank you.